0: Well, good morning, good evening, if you're over on the other side of the world, um, and if you hear some, uh, this is Parker, by the way, uh, this is me, that's what I meant to say, and this is me just being me, another day in the life, and this is the show where, or the podcast where we work on and I share insights insights. To allow you to be the version of you that creates and exchanges more value effortlessly. So if you hear... If you hear the squawks and the laughs of little baby twins in the background, that's because they're in the stroller right in front of me. Just on a peaceful, brisk morning walk by myself. Uh, with these two, I suppose. And um, and with you. So really, I'm not by myself at all. But... Uh, so this morning... I'm, I'm feeling kind of confused, and uh, Tony Robbins says that that's the best, that, that, that's, that's a great place to be, because when you're confused, that means you're about to learn something. And this morning, I'm confused on a very deep level, which is even better, because I'm about to learn something even more deep. And what way to learn, what better way to learn than to share and teach? it's got to be authentic it's got to be from what you live and I'm authentically genuinely confused so I'm going to share this and uh, get more clear about this for myself and hopefully help you to get more clear about it as well see there's this concept called core influence that one of my old mentors talks about in fact I highly recommend you to go and google it Frank Kern core influence it's about a two-hour video And it's, uh, basically, he walks you through this exercise called the perfect average day. But there's just something so cool about the way he does it. It's worth the two hours to watch. And as I watch it, I probably watch it a couple times a year and have for the last seven or eight years. He, uh, he... I, I, I see something that I hadn't seen before this time when I go through it, and and it's and it's something that every person who wants to lead anything, who wants to, any person who wants to lead really needs to dial this in. It's the whole reason why people go to church, and why the people who go to church go to the temple. Or go to the elevated version of church, I suppose. Like, you know, the more sacred version. The even more sacred version. It's why people um, invest money and get clarity. And try to go to seminars to get clarity. And why they meditate. Why. If we can drill down and get very crystal clear about who we really are in our core then we can have what's called effortless influence, or core influence. So, for those of you, parents, who wanna lead in your families, and those of you whose income is directly related to the level of influence that you have, and who wanna live a lifestyle of fun and freedom and be able to get paid more to just be you, I mean, this core influence conversation is the essence. And I really invite you to take it seriously and take it really slow. And don't speed through it. In fact, the slower I go at this, the more I realize I'm so confused on this. I'm missing things. I'm lost on it. I don't know who I am. But this, uh, this exercise, I know that as I do it... It helps me get more clear about who I am. Like, who am I? Man, I don't know. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? It's actually kind of embarrassing to admit, you know? I can think of the different people in my life. If they were listening to this right now, they'd say, How do you not know who you are? We've taught you who you are. We've taught you and told you who you are. We've taught you that you're a child of God. He's a father in heaven, you're his child that that's who you are you're a priesthood holder you're a you're a man you're a you're a a husband and a father and, a, and how do you not know who you are you know I could just hear that voice in my head but the uh as far as for me putting aside all all influence of everybody else, just getting quiet and sitting with myself and really sitting and all right who am i really man I got to tell you. I don't know and uh, that presents a tremendous opportunity so there's certain things about it that I do know and there's one thing about it that just feels the most true to me it just resonates with me the best and maybe this is put differently than maybe than you like it or whatever I don't know maybe we're saying the same thing Maybe I'm saying the same thing as what I was taught, and maybe I'm just putting it in my own language, a different language or whatever, but when I look at, all right, who am I really? What resonates most with me is, and the purpose of that perfect average day exercise that you'll hear and you'll see in the core influence video by Frank Kern, is to, if you can map out your perfect average day, then you can't, and do it in absolute detail, I'm talking probably like 20 pages of detail, every single detail of that day. If there was one day that you had to live on repeat over and over again, and there were no limitations, and there were no consequences that weren't sustainable, you know, in other words, you can't, you can't go wake up in the morning and drink a bunch of vodka and then go out and race your Formula One race car to be followed by doing a bunch of blow with a bunch of hookers or something like that, right? I mean, it's got to be sustainable because that will kill you. I'm stealing from his humor on that. I think I just I just laughed at that. I thought that was funny. But that's just Frank. And he, from my view, really, really demonstrates this principle well. He lives it. Something about him is so congruent and aligned that it's just very I have a very deep affinity for him and and love for him and the way he does things and the genuine way he does things. Yes, Bentley loves it too, huh? So if you if you I, if you outline this perfect when you outline this perfect average day and get crystal clear about what it is It will give you, it's not about the things and the stuff that are in it, although those are fun to write down. I I wrote some detail on that. But the things that, but what it will give you is clarity around who you really are. And so this clarity of who you really are is going to show up like more influence, increased amounts of influence. And I feel like I don't have the amount of influence that I could have and this bothers me. It causes me an anxiety and stress because there's parts, there's, there's huge, like my perfect average day and what I'm living right now on my average day are super far apart. And it's honestly kind of depressing and it causes anxiety to me. So I like, I'm in this constant state of anxiety. It's like, well, there you go, right there. There's, that's probably why you're not, that's probably why you have the anxiety is is these two days, I mean, isn't that what our life is? It's really comprised of a day, one day. And so as I'm confused about what my perfect average day is, it makes sense I'm confused about who I am. But I have an idea of exactly what my perfect average day is and what life's like. And as I've started to do the exercise, I'm probably only four or five pages in, but as I've started to do the exercise, I've gotten so much more clarity around things. And think uh, who I am. Enough clarity to realize that I am way confused. <laughs> you know how it's like the more that you learn, the less you know, because the more you realize that you don't know. Well, it's like that. And it's, it's eye-opening. And uh, it's it's kind of exciting in a way because I know I'm committed to getting this resolved, and when I do, I know things are going to blow up for for myself, for clients, and I'm like, man, well, what is my what is my thing, you know? What is my what exactly is my purpose? Who am I? What is my perfect average day? And um, I I think that. I think that as I get more and more clear about it, my infl- and I know that as I, I know that this is a, a piece of the puzzle that, that uh, once it's there, things will get really exciting, and so, or even more exciting. If I really look at who I really am, it's it's there is no who I really am. The, the, anything with I is like this, this identity that's made up. And it, it's great, and it's, it's fine, and it's, everybody's got one, and we all have an ego, and that's fine. But if I look at like who I really am, who we really are, it's whatever is behind the word love. There's not, in other words, there's not a word for it. It's, <laughs> all right, Lassie. All right, Lassie, I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do. You're testing me. You're testing me, Lassie. I'm not going to lose my temper and call you the female dog that you are today. Because I'm clear about my message today. <laughs> anyway, if, if I really look at what, what resonates with me, like who I really am, it's just pure nothingness. Now, I know there's a body, and I know there's thoughts, and there's feelings. And those are all things that I have. But when you look at who I really am, probably, probably the reason why I say I don't know is because I can't know. I don't think anyone can know. (laughs) Isn't that cool? You can't know it. If you ask who you really are, it just goes down into a black hole of nothingness. That's perfect, because that's what we are. Complete nothingness, space, and and, and the only words, some of the best words, that describe it for me are um, just this present moment, uh, whatever's behind the word love, and consciousness or awareness, and that's it. Which, when I say that's it, that's there is nothing. There's nothing there, but it's just this. The lights are on, you know. There's just this, this awareness, consciousness, and then blank slate. So anything else that I identify with or think that I am is made up. I've heard a saying that really resonates with me and it says something like the purpose of an ego is to die or something like that. Like the purpose of life is to die or the purpose of the creation of an ego is the destroy the destroying of the ego. In other words, anything that I make up, that I add on to the nothingness that I am in my essence. Or you could say, in my heart, is something that, if I if I if I live it and I believe it, then it's got me. It's living me in reality. If I identify with it in a way, in such a way that I'm stuck with it, then it's it's the thing that's living me instead of me living it. I'm no, no longer in control. I don't know who I am in that moment. I'm confused. I'm lost. And. In life, we have these things come along that are triggers, and every day it happens. And you'll develop, a, I'm working to develop, we're all working to develop a greater level of sensitivity to these triggers so that we can notice them and then do the work on them. And put, it'll point us to the work that we need to do, which is really going to involve letting go of these these things that we've identified with, these beliefs, these things that we think are true, to get back to that essence, the nothingness essence, the awareness, the consciousness, the this present moment thing. And as we do, our level of influence, we we move into more and more alignment with the core self or who we really are And as we move into more alignment with that, our influence, our effortless core influence increases, our lives expand, the quality of our lifestyle moves more and more into alignment and gets more and more congruent and looks more and more consistent with that ideal, perfect average day that we can possibly imagine and think of. Mine looks like I wake up at 4.30. I go into my... Cryotherapy tank, and I do my session in there for two or three minutes in freezing cold, and then I go into my float tank that's in my house and I float. This is something I came up with, and I've never even done this before. I've never even done it once. I just know, I just know that it's. This is just showed up in my perfect average day. If you had to live one day over and over again, and it would never get boring, and there was no limitations, and it was the day you were stuck with for the rest of your life, and you were going to live a perfectly happy life, what does that day look like? That showed up in there. But for me, one of the things I would say, what that tells me is one of the things, the thing I value the most is clarity of mind. I mean, anytime. Where I've ever done like anytime where I've ever smoked weed the whole reason for it the whole motivation behind it was because it felt like it gave me more clarity the reason why I get up in the morning now and I do my meditation and my run and my walk and my green smoothie and all these things I do have the vitamins I have all that stuff is because it gives me clarity as I have clarity which is really for me psychological space, distance, psychological distance between my thoughts and feelings and that which I truly am, which is pure uh, consciousness, awareness, this present moment. The more psychological distance I have, it's almost like it takes time and puts it into this time warp where, where, where I've got time where where the gap between stimulus and response becomes bigger so that I can choose stances to come from. I can choose angles to come from that are more powerful to get me what I want. That to me is, so power really is one of my values. That's like my number one value, power, consciousness, clarity. And so it makes sense that Early on, I'd love to get up early and get this head start and prime my mind and get it right, get it powerful. And I can then use that power during the day to go do what I want to do. And what I want to do is like this. I go have fun. Um, So what I want to do for work, basically, is like I have fun teaching people how to, um, how to play the piano, how to express themselves through music. And I would do it for free. I had so much fun doing it. But in having more, the more and more fun that I can have in doing that adds more value and also gets me paid more. So I essentially get paid to play the piano and to play it the way I like to play it and to teach other people how to play it the way that I like to play it. What I do for my exercise is I go surfing. It doesn't feel like exercise and work. Three days a week, I lift really, really heavy things because I want to have a big build. I want to have a big, strong like build. I've got the frame for it. I just think it looks great. Something about it just resonates with me. It just feels right to me. And so that's what how I want to look. But you're not, not going to look like that when you're doing your exercise of surfing, right? Because you're not lifting anything heavy. So... Three days a week i lift heavy and i go into massive amounts of pain because i love pain i do those exercises that i hate that everybody hates squats pull-ups burpees um, deadlifts burpees aren't going to get you real big stacked or anything but squats are bench press like the core things and i do those and i do those in in extreme with extreme amounts of of pain and i push in there and that's where all the growth is and so i'm able to do I'm able to get massive growth through um, only working out a minimal amount of time, like 30, 45 minutes, something like that. And I do that three days a week. And then the other four days a week, I go surfing. And that is my exercise. It's great cardio. It's great everything else. But really, it's a chance for me to get out of my head and connect in an activity that allows me to connect with nature and something so powerful and so... um, uh, what's the word? Alive as the waves of the ocean. It's like they have their own. There's just some something about them. Just, just I just connect with. And that wave and it's just like catching waves and getting myself into that. Getting myself connected with the way that the waves flow and the way that the fun of catching them and riding them and allowing life, nature to push me and to feel the exhilarating feeling of being pushed by a wave, that to me just is so energizing just to even think about, let alone do it. And so that is my, that's part of my perfect average day. Now then I take that increased consciousness that I got from getting up in the morning, uh, floating for an hour in my home, going to the beach, surfing or lifting heavy and pushing myself out through the pain, into the fear, I then, I, I then go home. I have the most amazing breakfast with my family and my kids. Most of it's served for us. Fresh foods, like foods that are just extremely nutrient-enriched for the brain, right? Because, of course, that's my core value, consciousness, clarity. So we're talking green smoothies, like fruits, just fresh fruits, stuff like that. Good complex carbs that are going to really last me. And then I go to actual work. Now, that's what I was going to say. The actual work that I do is totally like play for me. But because I'm approaching it with such high intention and such clarity of thought and such power, I'm able to take what for me is play and create value with it so that I'm able to make a great income and uh, provide for a great lifestyle and, I'll, and I want my work to be so impactful for that four hours or so that I'm really concentrating and creating that I am able to add massive value earn millions of dollars and really it's not even about earning millions it's more about like whatever my income was last year double it you know just have huge growth year after year after year Actually, more accurate, I'd say probably four or five times it. More so for the fun of the growth of it, the journey of building something. And maybe the thing I'm building is just this Me Being Me brand, which is really all about serving you. And serving, not even serving you, but it's more like partnering with you and serving the world together. It's not so much like you're my client. I don't think of you as my client. This podcast is for people who are more so my partner, friend, partner, and chosen, declared family. I invested over $50,000 to be in this mastermind that was called The Family. And the thing that attracted me to it was that name, The Family. This is like people who you declare are family, family by choice. Not family by blood, because who cares? We didn't have any control over that. But we do have control over who we spend time with in life, who we're close with. And we can create family by simply declaring it and then living that way. And the people who listen to this podcast are family, partners. It's more than a client relationship. And that's another thing that Frank said in the... All right, Lassie. That's another thing that Frank said in the uh, Core Influence video. It's like his friends are people who started as clients. They maybe were attracted to his initial offer, the thing that he sold, but they quickly just became friends. And now maybe even partners. Well, that's that's what this is. That's, how, that's my ideal life. Like I have an, an offer. If you want to learn how to Jam out and embody the inner rock star. Jam out your favorite rock and pop songs on the piano by ear so that you can take that harness, that energy, that creative energy inside that comes from doing that and then point it and focus it into the different areas of your life and allow them to thrive with greater ease, more flow, More harmony, if you will. There's nothing that makes me, there's nothing that energizes me more than that. That's been for me my secret weapon. That's what's allowed me to, honestly, I mean, I really honestly know that the thing that's allowed me to be able to be married to and stay married to the woman of my dreams and be able to have five kids with her and have this beautiful life that we have is the fact that my therapy in all of this, like the one constant in all of this that I always go back to, that always juices me up, fills me up, and gives me access to myself, has been the creative flow of playing the piano. And sometimes I'm playing stuff I make up, the chords I like that sound good to me, and other times I just hear something on the radio and I'm just able to sit down and play it. So my first offer, my initial offer, is going to just start with that. You know, I'll help you over the course of six months, be able to get to a place where you could just hear a song and sit down and just jam it out. And inside of that part of it is performing it, be able to actually perform on a stage. And of course, there'll be different levels of expertise with it, different levels of skill with it as you get better and better. But it's not even about that, although that will happen quickly, very quickly. It's about... Having it be something that for you is so fun, you look forward to it. It's not like the dreaded thing that you have to practice. Oh, I got to practice. No, it's quite the opposite. It's like, shoot, I wish I could hurry up and get done with my work so I can go back and play some more piano. That's what it's always been for me. I want to make enough money so that I can buy myself back my time. And like, for example, rather than going and mowing my lawn, I would rather just make enough money. So that I can pay somebody else who loves mowing lawns to mow my lawn which buys me back time so that I can go spend more time creating and focusing on music and playing the piano and enjoying myself. When I play the piano, I lose track of time. Almost to the point where it's become a problem. Like my wife most often says, Parker, can you go go take out the trash? Can you go do this thing? Can you help me with the kids? And I'm like, of course. And it always shows up for me like, oh, I wish I could just play the piano more. Well, see, that right there is because the piano is so fun for me because I can hear anything and just sit down and just play it. Anything I want. Like, there's certain things I can't do, and that's because I don't want to do them. But the type of music that I want to do, which is like the modern pop songs, rock, country, like all that kind of cool music, I can just sit down and play it within like two minutes. And, of course, I'm not trying to brag. I don't really care. But it's cool that it's... Like, I don't really care what you think. I would just do it alone. And I do. If my house is empty, I'm playing the piano. (laughs) And so, in my perfect average day, there's a studio inside the house where I can shut the doors and nobody... I can't hear anything. And no one can hear me. And I'm going to have drums in there and sound system in there that's sick and recording stuff in there that I don't even know how to use. Because I'll hire people and have them come over and play together. And be able to shut the doors and not hear anybody else, not have anyone else hear us, and just be creating. And the kind of music that we're going to create is music that perpetuates this me being me movement. These values, this consciousness, mindfulness approach to creation in music and life. Not just coaching, but also a therapeutic aspect where you don't have to be creating something, but it's a healing act. It's an act of healing where you could just let your fingers go. Well, guess what you're doing when you're doing that? You're actually practicing. I mean, I've done it for therapy so long that my fingers know chords without me even looking. If you turned off the lights and had me play the piano, it would sound about the same as if the lights were on and I could see the notes. It literally would. And that's because I've done it for fun, for therapy, so much. my fingers just know it and yours will know it too in no time because we're gonna set it up in such a way where it occurs to you like fun and like a therapeutic app, not like the grind of practicing and training you know like I gotta go train my I gotta go do my piano practice man I spent four years doing it like that and it sucked and my my actual rate of improvement was so slow compared to what it could have been and what it was after just six months of doing it my way. So I'm going to teach you how to do it my way. There is some basic theory, and as, as, long, as, you have a, as long as you have a decent understanding of like math and you can pick up on some patterns, I'll teach it to you in a way that will allow you to uh, to learn it quick. Once you have that, it's just a matter of plugging that foundational core uh, curriculum into your favorite songs, in which most songs are really only a few chords, just repeated, most of them, like 90% or more, are just like four or five basic chords. And then the rest of it is just kind of feeling the music and just playing in certain rhythms. Now, some of that I can't even teach you. And the good news is I don't have to. You're going to be able to come up with a way to play it that's even better than what I could teach you. And it's going to feel right to you. If I try to teach you what feels right to you, that's just weird. But I'll teach you the the core basics of it and then give you the freedom to play it however you want and just empower you to play it however you want. And so, stay tuned for that. Thank you for paying attention on my rant today. I'm done with my walk and I am going to feed these babies. All right, have a great day, we'll talk Soon. soon, bye.